Welcome to the Antioch Sheffield podcast. We are so glad that you can join us for today's message. For more information about Antioch Sheffield, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk. Amen. Thank you, Katrina. And firstly, very happy new year to everybody. Um, now, uh, I, hopefully by now, you know that you should never walk straight out into the middle of the road without first checking that it is safe to do so. Now, this is something that was actually uh, grilled into me by my parents when I was younger. Um, however, there was a, I remember a situation where clearly I briefly forgot this lesson uh, because I remember when I was a student, um, I was uh, with a group of friends and leaving somebody's house and uh, we were on our way to a park, to, uh, there's a field nearby uh, where we were going to go and just play some sports and hang out and uh, we were leaving the house and, uh, and one of the, the guys that was with us uh, initiated to, to make this into a race. And uh, for those of you who don't know me, I, I'm quite a competitive person, I like to win. But the problem was that I was actually at the back of the pack as we were leaving the house. And so uh, I immediately started to run as fast and as hard as I could to try and catch up with those who were at the front. Um, but it, it should have been a, a, a sign of warning to me and a, a moment of common sense to me when I see that everybody else is stopping as they reach a road that is in between us and the park. But instead of having this moment of common sense, I saw this as my opportunity to get ahead. And so instead of stopping, I ran straight out into the middle of the road. And as I do so, suddenly I hear the sound of screeching tires and the horn honking. And as I keep on running, I kind of look over my shoulder to see that I'd narrowly avoided being run over by a matter of a few feet. Now, in my embarrassment, instead of doing the right thing, which would have been to stop and apologize to the driver of the car, who clearly I had so badly traumatized, instead of doing this, I carried on running as hard as I could uh, until I was completely out of sight. Now, I obviously won the race to the park, but it, was, it felt like a very hollow victory for me as I had the words of my parents and of every teacher at school uh, in my mind from every time we would approach a road. They would say, stop, look, listen. Now, hopefully, as I said by now, you know how to cross the road. And you were probably taught something like this uh, as a child yourself. And so you, and you're much more sensible than I am. So hopefully you don't need me to explain this to you. But actually, I found that stop, look, and listen is a principle that is helpful for more than just crossing the road. It's actually a tool that is useful for us as we take stock of our own lives. And it's a great approach for us as we hit 2022 and look to the year ahead. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. See, this new year time of year is actually, it presents to us a very natural and quite rare occasion for us to be able to slow down and take stock of what is happening in our lives and seek God. And so that is where this principle of stop, look, and listen comes in. And so this is a tool that can be useful to help us just reflect on everything that has happened over this past year and look to what God has in store for us in the year ahead. So to first, as a way to do this, 
we have to actually slow down and allow ourselves to stop. So we have to actually create intentional time in our calendars for the sole purpose of seeking God in order to take stock of everything that's been happening in our lives. You see, we see this practice all throughout the scriptures. You know, David, in so many of his psalms, he talks about uh, slowing down. He talks about stopping and waiting on God. And Jesus himself would regularly go away to private places so that he could pray and be with God. But this, this type of stopping is more, it's not just a case of ceasing from activity. See, many of us over the Christmas period and over this New Year period will have had a, the opportunity to slow down a little bit, to take time off work and to, to let the pace of life subside a little. But this is more than just actually slowing down and, and creating empty space in a calendar. This kind of stopping is actually a very active kind of stopping. As it says in Isaiah 40, it says, Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. So how many of us relate to that? How many of us relate to that feeling of just being exhausted? See, none of us are exempt from growing weary. None of us can continue to run on forever. And actually, this last year or so has just been uh, even worse for that. It's been an even tougher season for us. But then he, uh, the, the writer goes on to say this. He says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. How many of us would love to say that that is true of us as we go into 2022? How many of us would like to go into this year uh, full of strength, renewed by God, able to actually be sustained by Him in the things that we're about to go into? But in order for us to do this, stopping is not just a case of ceasing from activity. It's actually a case of being intentional and actively waiting on God. So this means that we have to actually create intentional space in our calendars to meet with him because he is the one who sustains us and renews us. Now, this isn't something that I think any of us do all that instinctively. I think this is something that most of us have to be really intentional to plan in, to actually schedule something into the diary, to pick a time, pick a place, pick a date, and stick with it. And some of you, uh, this may be a completely new concept. And so maybe this is a time for you to just simply just uh, set an hour aside over the next week so that you could practice this. But for some of you, actually, maybe you need to be a bit more intentional with this to carve out uh, slightly more time, maybe over several sessions or maybe take a day or a couple of days to set it aside with the sole purpose of meeting with God. So great. Now we've created this intentional time in our calendar that's set aside solely to just focus on Jesus and take stock. But what do we actually do with this time? Well, this is where we first look. We need to actually take time to look back on everything that's happened. Every year, around this time of year, I do this. I set time aside, and I, I take time to look back on all the things that have happened over this past year. 
I write everything down that comes to mind, all the difficult things, all the painful things, as well as all the great things, all the, the things that I, I'm glad happened. Write them all down, literally the big and the small, everything that comes to mind. As I write it down, I begin to take each and every one of them to God. And I begin with all the painful things, all the things that have been difficult, all the things that have hurt over the last year. And this is so important for us to do. And this may be a difficult process, but it's so important that we allow God space to bring healing and restoration for these places so that we can have closure. Now, this is something that, as a, a culture, I don't think we're, we're very good at doing this. We don't like doing this. We have a tendency to minimize our pain or to try and avoid it. But we have to be real with these places of pain. Because an undealt with wound is never going to go away. But when we allow God into these places, when we allow him to speak to those places, that is when healing begins to happen. It says in Psalm 147, verse 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and he bandages their wounds. God cares about those painful experiences. And he wants to bring healing and restoration to them. He wants to bring comfort so that we can experience the closure that we're needing. So during this time, my encouragement to you is, is actually just to pray and give each and every one of these things to God. You can be real and raw with him about the pain and the hurt that they have, they have caused you and that you are experiencing. But as you do this, I encourage you just to simply ask God what it is that you are doing, what it is that he has to say about those. Just give him space to speak and bring healing. But we don't just want to stop here. We actually want to take some time to bring all the good things that have happened to God, especially all the, the ways in which he has moved, the things that God has done over this past year. See, in Psalm 77, uh, the writer of the psalm is uh, just speaking about all the painful experiences that he's had. But then in verse 10, he says this, And I said, this is my fate. The Most High has turned his hand against me. But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. See, maybe it's just me, but I find it so easy to remember all of the painful things, all of the things that have been hard, all the things that have been negative. You see, they're often the things that stand out to us the most. But actually, as I take time to be intentional to remember everything that God has done, I soon discover that that list is far greater than the list of bad things that have happened. There's far more that God has done than I often give him credit for. And just as that psalmist writes, it's, it can be uh, so easy to feel like uh, there's doom and gloom. But when we remember what God has done, it helps us to remember that he is faithful, the ways that he has protected us and covered us and provided for us. And it is so important that we take time to acknowledge God in this and give thanks to him for it. So once we've taken some time to look back 
on the year and grieved the losses and the painful experiences. And once we have time to look, to, to celebrate everything that God has done and give him thanks for it, now it's time to listen. We want to take time to listen because this isn't just a window to look back on everything that has happened. This is also a window of opportunity to look ahead to what God has in store for us. You see, for many of us, uh, we have so many hopes and dreams, so many things that we would love to see happen over this next year, so many expectations and desires. You know, maybe it's a, a new job. Maybe uh, you're hoping for a promotion or you're looking to graduate from university this year. Maybe you're hoping to buy a house for the first time or you want to fall in love with somebody. Maybe it's to, to go on that holiday that you've always wanted or play a new instrument. The list can go on and on as to the things that we may want to see happen. But it is so much more important that instead of just looking at our own plans, we actually take time to ask the question, what is it that God has for us in this year? Proverbs 19, 12, uh, 21 tells us, you can make many plans, but it's the Lord's purposes that will prevail. So we can make so many different plans with so many different things that we can hope for. But what does God have in store for you this year? You know, it's so much more important that we align ourselves with what God has in store for us. Because when we align ourselves with what God has, that's when we begin to see fruit in our lives. Because it is the Lord's purposes that, we pre that prevail. So as we step into this new year, what does God have in store for you? Now, I encourage you to ask him for a word for your year. And what does that actually mean? That might sound like a strange phrase to you, to ask God for a word for your year. Well, this is simply, uh, literally just a case of asking God what he has in store for ourselves so that we can align ourselves with it. And this may come in the form of literally just a simple word or a phrase that comes to mind. So maybe as you ask this question, a, a thought that pops into your head is just the word rest restoration. And what God is speaking is maybe just that he is going to lead you into a year of bringing restoration to places in your life. Or maybe that he's going to use you to bring restoration for other people. And that becomes a word that we hang on to for the year. Or maybe uh, for some of you, it might come in the form of a scripture that comes to mind. You know, as I was uh, doing this process and entering into a new season in a particular area of life and ministry, I was asking God for uh, a word for the year, and, and the, the scripture, Matthew 9, 17, came to mind. It says, And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the old wineskins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is to be stored in new wineskins, so that both are preserved. And as I was praying into this, I just felt like God was saying that actually he was going to be doing some new things this year in new ways. And I had to be prepared to adapt and change what I was doing in order to be able to receive all that God had in store for me. And so this became a word that I've clung to and have found to be so true as I've entered into that new season. 
But it also may be that this word comes in the form of a, a picture or a, a vision of some sort. Uh, for example, as I was actually praying and doing this process uh, at the beginning of 2021, I remember I had a picture of a skyscraper. And this skyscraper had uh, builders at the bottom of it who were basically altering and uh, developing and in improving the foundations of the skyscraper with the intention of it being able to go taller and higher. And again, as I prayed into this, I felt like God was saying that this year was going to be a year for me of going back to basics, back to the foundation so that I could strengthen them in order to continue to grow in my spiritual walk. And so this year for me has become a lot about just getting deeper into his word, growing in prayer, developing a heart of worship towards God. And it's shaped this year. As we do this exercise, these become themes for our year ahead. They show us the significant things that God is wanting to do so that we can align ourselves and partner with him and see fruit in the year ahead. And this is something that I've done for many years now. And I've always been amazed as I come to look back on the past year just to see how much God has done and how much of the things that he spoke for the year ahead came to pass. And so as we close, your goal over this next week is to stop, look, and listen. To stop, to create intentional space in your calendar, to set aside the sole purpose of being with God so that you could seek him. To, to look, to look back on everything that has happened over this past year to allow God to bring healing and restoration to the places that have been painful, and to give thanks to him for everything that he did. And then finally, to listen. To listen to what God has to say about the year ahead so that you can align yourself with it. Let me pray for you as we close. God, I thank you for this window this opportunity that so rarely presents itself to us, to be able to seek you, to create intentional space, extended time, to pursue you. Lord, I thank you that it is your desire to bring healing, restoration, and closure to all the painful places. And Lord, I pray for everyone listening to this right now, that that is what they would experience this week, healing and restoration for the things that have been hurtful. Lord, I thank you that there is so much that you have done over this last year. And Lord, I pray that you would help us not to fix our minds on all the negative, but to re remember and recall all that you did so that you can be praised, so that you can be glorified. Lord, would you just bring to mind all that you did for people? And finally, Lord, we pray that you would speak to us for the year ahead. Lord, would you give direction? Lord, would you uh, give words that uh, can be anchors for people, that can be uh, themes for people as they head into 2022? And would you just increase our faith for what you do want to do over this next year as we partner with you? In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. To listen to more messages like this one, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk forward slash podcast 
We are looking forward to seeing you soon.